Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we bridge the gap between theory and practice with strategies, tools, and ideas we can all use immediately, applied to the most current brain research to heighten productivity in our schools, sports environments, and modern workplaces. I'm Andrea Samadhi, and launched this podcast to share how important an understanding of our brain is for our everyday life and results. Like you, I'm interested in learning and applying the research to our everyday life. This week's Brain Fact Friday came to me this week while on a training call with Mark Waldman in his neurocoaching program that consists of students that he's worked with over the years all over the world. Some students have been certified, and they share their knowledge with others, like Michael Curtin. He's an Australian clinical psychologist and author who specializes in child development, mental health issues, and trauma, and he often joins the calls to share how he's making an impact in his community with an understanding of mindfulness-based coaching, training, and therapy. I tune into these calls as I'm always looking for something new to share on the podcast that we could all use to improve our results. This week, we were talking about what it means to be mindfully aware in the present moment that John Kabat-Zinn coined in his definition of mindfulness to be the awareness that arises through paying attention on purpose in the present moment non-judgmentally, which Waldman says is a key secret for experiencing optimal health and well-being. We covered an overview on brain network theory on episode 48 and the importance of being able to mindfully shift between your imagination, your default mode network, your awareness, salience network, and your thinking, the executive network, to increase our creativity and results while reducing stress. The funny thing I've noticed while writing these episodes and implementing what I'm writing, I've got to say that when I'm in a high stress situation, the last thing I'm thinking about is being mindfully aware in the present moment. But with time, small things like learning to breathe properly while experiencing stress that we learned from Rohan Dixit on episode 228 is putting me miles ahead of where I used to be without a mindfulness-based stress reduction strategy. While I wish I had the opportunity to study and learn directly with monks deep in the Himalayas like Rohan Dixit did before he founded Leaf Therapeutics and invented his wearable device that tracks HRV in real time to help us to learn how to breathe when we're stressed, interviewing those who've taken the time to do the research and then sharing this research on the podcast is my next best option. We've all heard of the research that backs up how important these brief moments of mindfulness can be, whether it's in our everyday life or even in the classroom during learning, as Professor Kimberly Schonert-Reichel's research from the University of British Columbia shows that these brief moments promote curiosity, creativity, and pro-social behavior. The key to being mindfully aware is to focus on the present moment, instead of what's happened in the past or what we think might happen in the future and learn to breathe or focus on our breath, which brings our mind into this present moment. While on this training call with Mark Waldman, a new student asked, 
What about when I'm dreaming? Where's my level of awareness here? And we could all go down many rabbit holes for hours on this topic. And while Waldman refocused the new student on this complex question, I glanced over at the September issue of the National Geographic on my desk, and it covers the complex neural networks that make the brain so unique. And chapter four of this series covers the easy problems of consciousness, which was obvious from our call that many of us, including this new student, find this topic anything but easy as we wonder how our conscious awareness works, what it is, and how an understanding of this awareness can benefit us in some way. Which brings us to this week's Brain Fact Friday. Did you know that consciousness is the most astonishing act our big, complex, interconnected brain pulls off when working properly, and scientists are only just beginning to understand it? I thought about the new student in our group asking about our awareness level when we're dreaming, and then I thought about what we've been covering on our podcast, and it became clear to me this is a very important question and topic. It didn't take me long to find some research that covered this question with an article that says, are there levels of consciousness? And it was published by Tim Bain in 2016, and it was right in line with what I was reading in this National Geographic publication from this September. So to bring light to this complex question, what are the different levels of conscious awareness that our brain experiences? The only way I know how to break this down is by mapping it out. Drawing something out helps me to see the bigger picture, especially when ideas are complex or even noted to be a mystery that some of the greatest minds have been unable to solve. This idea of being consciously aware or thinking in the present moment is complex because consciousness studies are still trying to find answers to the hard problems, like where does my inner experience come from? But I'm hoping this visual will help us all to gain a new perspective of the different levels of consciousness we can experience and provide us with a frame of reference to think about. If you look at the diagram in the show notes, and it came from my interpretation of the easy problems of consciousness from National Geographic's article on the brain, you can see how our levels of consciousness can go from low awareness like when we're in a coma or under general anesthesia, and we've not investigated this at all on the podcast yet. This is a fascinating area to explore, and I will on a later episode, since I do wonder how in the earth can we stay awake during brain surgery, but that's another episode. The next level of consciousness is that time just before sleep, where we experience drowsiness called a hypnagogic state of consciousness. We've covered sleep paralysis and lucid dreaming on the podcast with our interview with Dr. Balan Jalal, bringing us to the next level of consciousness, which is sleep that we covered with Dr. Shane Creato. We've also quoted English scientist and professor of neuroscience and psychology, Matt Walker, from his research and best-selling book, Why We Sleep, on a Brain Fact Friday earlier this year on science-based tricks to improve productivity. The final stage of consciousness is full wakefulness or awareness that Chantal Pratt's book, The Neuroscience of You, dives into, as well as this whole idea of mindful awareness that we opened up this episode with. I think you can see from the topics we cover on this podcast 
that besides understanding our sleep or messages in our dreams or health tips to improve productivity, I'm most interested in ways we can all expand our conscious awareness and become better versions of ourselves with an understanding of our brain and how it works. But how about you? Have you ever wondered, who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose? These are all deep questions, but John Kabat-Zinn, the father of mindfulness, would say that these questions, like who are you, are more important than the answer. The key here is that expanding our level of awareness is a crucial component of our work in this thing we call life so we can better understand ourselves and others and provide the best service we can in our lifetime. It's the message in Chantal Pratt's recent book, The Neuroscience of You, How Every Brain is Different and How to Understand Yours, where she says that even after writing this book, she's still trying to expand her awareness of who she is. Even my mentor, the late Bob Proctor, would say that awareness is everything, and he could talk for hours about the importance of our conscious awareness or our ability to sit, think, and expand our awareness, even a dot, saying that this small shift could change the world, or at least your world to start with. He'd often say that our results are an expression of our awareness, reminding us to open up the keyhole and expand our level of awareness when we're stuck, or to keep thinking to move us forward. Never stop thinking, learning, and expanding. Invest the time to develop you, your awareness, and this could take our entire lifetime. So the question, who am I, is more important than the answer. It requires our conscious thought, and thinking is the highest function we're capable of, and it's very difficult. Most people think the same thoughts over and over again, which isn't thinking at all. It's like a hamster spinning on a wheel or playing old movies in our head. So how do we expand our awareness and break through to new levels? Have you ever been stuck and you can't seem to find the answer to your problem? I know we all have. The fastest way to expand our thinking and find new solutions is to ask someone who's achieved what you want to do because it's easy for them to connect the dots looking backwards as they can give you thousands of ideas showing you there's not just one way to get to where you're going. Their level of awareness has been opened up. So thinking new thoughts opens up our awareness, even if it's just a dot to new ideas and possibilities. But how do we do this? On today's episode, I have just one strategy, and that's to expand our awareness through study. If you look at the diagram I drew, look to see where your areas of interest are. You can see where mine is from the episodes that we're covering. And then study. Find the podcast that you connect with. For those listening here, thank you for choosing mine. Keep reading books, study people who are winning, and glean whatever you can from what you're learning to expand your conscious awareness. What I love seeing is people who break through what seems to be impossible or where most people would give up. So for a minute, let's review this week's Brain Fact Friday. On this episode, we covered how being mindfully aware in the present moment can benefit us. We looked at an overview of the levels of consciousness that take us from the coma level, which is unaware, to full wakefulness and awareness. We looked at how to expand our level of awareness through effective study using the most current neuroscience research. 
And then we break down this complex idea of consciousness so we can all improve an area on our map, moving us towards full awareness. And then we use this understanding to understand ourselves better and others and provide better service out into the world. So remember, for this week's Brain Fact Friday, did you know that consciousness is the most astonishing act our big, complex, interconnected brains pull off and scientists are only just beginning to understand it. After looking at this for a bit, I learned that some scholars reckon the puzzle of consciousness is something the human mind is incapable of solving. But Daniel Dennett, philosopher and cognitive scientist from Tufts University in Massachusetts, says this line of thinking is culpably wrong. It isn't impossible at all, he says. It's just we have to buckle down and do it. Let's imagine going back to 1973. Now, I'd only be two at the time, but let's just go back in time. And I'm going to explain something to you that's called the internet. And it's something that's out in the ether. I'm going to send you something and you're pretty much going to get something that I send you at the same time. You'd look at me and say, Andrea, that's crazy. But now... In 2022, our level of awareness has been expanded around this idea of the internet that we use every day to function in society. So while we might never understand why we have consciousness, we can continue to study, learn, and expand our conscious awareness on this topic and others, like cognitive scientist Daniel Dennett says, buckle down and do whatever it is we're working on. Whether it's something as difficult as breaking down something as complex as our consciousness or something less complex, it just takes our effort and continual study to blast through to new levels of awareness and results. I'm wishing you success in whatever it is you're working on. Like the new student in our neuroscience course, keep asking questions and searching for answers and I'll do the same. I'll see you next week. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episode. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.